Welcome, friends, to day nine of to this Advent devotion series. Um, we are getting closer and closer to that beautiful day of Christmas and the time of Christmas tide after that. Um, but we are still walking through Advent together, and I am so thankful that you are joining me on that journey. Again, today, I um, hope that you will look in the show notes or on your screen and read all of these scriptures in full. Uh, I'm only going to be reading part of the Luke and the Thessalonians scripture, and I'm going to be reading all of Isaiah today. Um, but I encourage you to go back and read all of those, as well as participate in the centering moment at the end of the devotion. So let's start today with the scripture from Luke, and then we will end today with our hymn, number 215, To a Maid Engaged to Joseph. Hear now the words of Jesus according to the Gospel of Luke. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first. But the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and plagues. And there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through 18 tell us this. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died, so that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have died. For the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Isaiah chapter 4 verses 2 through 6 from the Old Testament tell us this. On that day the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the land shall be the pride and glory of the survivors of Israel. Whoever is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone who has been recorded for life in Jerusalem, once the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the bloodstains of Jerusalem from its midst, by a spirit of judgment and by a spirit of burning, 
Then the Lord will create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over its places of assembly a cloud by day and smoke and the shining of a flame, flaming fire by night. Indeed, over all the glory there will be a canopy. It will serve as a pavilion and shade by day from the heat and a refuge and a shelter from the storm and rain. The word of God for us, the Advent people of God. Thanks be to God. Our scriptures today warn of signs of the end times of persecution and death. In Luke, Jesus was both warning them of his own end time and giving them a taste of what it was going to be like in the future as part of the newly formed church. Being segregated for one's beliefs is not anything new. The people of Israel suffered many long years in the desert just for that same reason. Signs were certainly given in their situation as well. Locusts and plagues were markers of God trying to give signs to all peoples about his wrath and judgment. God also sends angels as signs throughout the birth story of Jesus. Gabriel brought news and was a sign that Jesus would be on earth soon himself. The angels heralded to the shepherds the birth of the king and a star guided the wise men to the child that they would that would they would save and that would save them signs all pointed to the sovereignty of the baby that was born in bethlehem signs are still around today if we know where to look but that is the tricky part Over the years, I have chosen to ignore or missed altogether many signs that God was trying to give me. Discerning those signs requires the faith of Mary and the belief of the shepherds and the bravery of the wise men. Our hymn today tells the first part of the story of the signs of Jesus' birth, the time of Gabriel being the sign for Mary that God was with her. And Jesus was coming. Hear now those words of hymn number 215 out of the Methodist hymnal. To a maid engaged to Joseph, the angel Gabriel came. Fear not, the angel told her. I come to bring good news. Good news, I come to tell you. Good news, I say. Good news. For you are highly favored by God and the Lord of all who even now is with you, you are on earth most blessed. You are most blessed, most blessed. God chose you, you are blessed. But Mary was most troubled to hear the angel's words. What was the angel saying? It troubled her to hear, to hear the angel's message. It troubled her to hear. Fear not, for God is with you. And you shall bear a child. His name shall be called Jesus, God's offspring from on high. And he shall reign forever, forever reign on high. How shall this be? said Mary. I am not yet a wife. The angel answered quickly, The power of the Most High will come upon you shortly. Your child will be God's child. As Mary heard the angel She wondered at his words. Behold, I am your handmaiden, 
she said unto her God, So be it. I'm ready according to your word. Amen. Our centering moment today is this. Think back to a time in your own life when there were signs that you missed and times when you got the message God was putting in front of you. How were you able to see some and not others? What can you learn from those moments and from Mary today? Amen.